Welcome back to Maven's Bookshelf, episode two. Today I am reviewing The Fairy Rebel by Lynn Reed Banks. The new rendition of the cover art is done by William M. Geldart. Published by Random House Children's Books, January 13th, 2004. This is the genre of children's fantasy fiction young adult with the age range from 8 to 12 years old and a total page count of 128 pages. A summary from Publishers Weekly says, From the author of The Indian in the Cupboard and its sequel comes a story of earthly enchantment. When Tiki, a fairy, is earthed on Jan's human foot, both are terrified, but because Jan, unlike most adults, believes in fairies, the two become friends. When Tiki learns that Jan is sad because she and her husband Charles can't have children, the flighty fairy performs a bit of forbidden magic. Her act provokes the wrath of the wicked fairy queen, but Jan's daughter Bindi grows up to be a healthy eight-year-old girl, receiving magical presents every year from Tiki. Then, the Fairy Queen exacts her revenge on the family, and it is only through the combined powers of humans and fairies that the evil Fairy Queen is defeated forever. Told in the grand fashion of early 20th century fairy tales, Reed's story is a comfortable old-fashioned read with numerous witty asides about a naughty but courageous fairy and her loving mortal friends. One thing that this book does a really great job about is explaining how and why fairies exist in different realms. So fairies exist in the same space as humans, but on a different plane. Fairies are invisible to humans unless they touch something that is earthbound, like a person, a tree, or a flower. Most times when they bump into an adult, they still aren't seen because adults don't believe in fairies. But Jan believes in fairies, so she does get to meet Tiki. I found several reviews on Amazon Goodreads and Barnes & Noble, the places where I go for most of my book necessities. Many of the reviews that I found on Amazon expressed that this was their favorite childhood book, that it is hard to find in places, and that it was captivatingly memorable. Some even mentioned their surprise that the book has not been made into a film yet having all the necessary ingredients for a classic children's movie, says Dorothy Truitt. Several of the reviews came from elementary school teachers who mentioned that their books often go missing because the story is a favorite of children. Again, on Goodreads, I see a plethora of reviews where people have mentioned reading The Fairy Rebel in their childhood, but as time went on, the story stored itself away into the depths of their memories. Several people admit to tracking the book down via Reddit's On the Tip of My Tongue page. All of the reviews praise the descriptive voice of Lynn Reed. Several people have made the comment that they felt buried in the toy chest with Bindi in pages 85 through 88. One review by Caitlin Emery says, This book is the book that made me fall in love with books. My favorite teacher of all time read it aloud to my third grade class and I promptly devoured every other book written by Lynn Reed. 
on barnesandnoble.com. Again, I see that people read this book as a child and returned to their local libraries in search of the book that sparked their love for fantasy. One reader plans to read this story to their daughter when she is old enough to be captured by the story. I really loved how descriptive Lynn Reed was about everything, and to this day, one of the most memorable things from the book is the way that she described Bindi. I have always remembered the part about her almond-shaped fingernails. She also describes the character settings, surroundings, and voices of the characters in her book incredibly well. She also does a fantastic job of describing depression in a way that children can understand and expressing the symptoms of depression in a way that kids can begin to recognize. So Jan was an actress at the beginning of the book and a stage light fell on her, which caused her leg to break. And that's where she met Charlie, who is a general practitioner doctor. He is the one that took care of her and set her leg. But after the accident, Jan decided she could no longer act the way she used to, quit her job, moved out to the country with Charlie, stopped talking to her friends and family, which are all general descriptors of depression. I also really loved Lynn Reed's vision of fairies. Most people think of fairies as cute and dainty, slim beings. But Lynn Reed's fairies come to life in all shapes and sizes. Tiki has a cherub-like physique, while her friend Widget is slender, like a stick, but with a fat head. I didn't like that Charlie was patronizing to Jan all of the time. Whenever Jan told him about her problems, he would just tell her to get over it and rest to get better. He always reverts back to his doctor mode and doesn't empathize with her depression, which I didn't feel was a genuine thing for a loving husband to do. I rated this book a 5 out of 5 stars because I read it so long ago, but still remembered it. I feel that that is testament to the writer's voice and talent and the overall beauty of the book. I would really recommend this book to anyone with young kids or that interacts with younger children. It is a great intro to fantasy book. It was hard for me to try and reread it as an adult because it's very much geared towards a younger audience, but Lynn Reed does a fantastic job of catering to that younger audience. You can purchase this book with the new cover art on Amazon for $5.99 for a paperback and $4.99 for your Kindle e-reader. On some Walmart websites, I was able to find it for $13.99 for a paperback. Barnes & Noble has a paperback selection starting at $5.99 and lower prices for a used copy. I was able to find a couple copies on thriftbooks.com for under $10. I only purchase books that I absolutely love. This would obviously be one of them, but I also enjoy supporting local libraries as much as possible. Supporting your local library is as easy as getting a library card. The best part about libraries is that when you're done, with the book, someone else can enjoy the story after you, and some libraries will even let you leave a review on their website for others to read. If you have a book that you love and would like me to review, send me an email at mavenpage at gmail.com. That's spelled M-A-E-V-Y-N-P-A-I-G-E at gmail.com with the subject line of Maven's Bookshelf. 
please be sure to include the title and the author. Feel free to send me an email if you have any comments about the episode or if you've also read this book. Also, don't forget to subscribe on your favorite listening platform and follow my page on Facebook, Maven's Bookshelf. Thank you for tuning in to Maven's Bookshelf. Check in for the next episode where I will review the first book of the Birthmarked Trilogy by Kara M. O'Brien.